0: Hello, everybody. It's been a too long time since I did my last podcast. I really don't have an excuse except I was probably spending too much time hunting and too much time sleeping. I want to talk to you today about the King James Bible. And uh, I love the song that says, I love my old Bible, the precious old Bible. And uh, I've had this same Bible for a long time. It's one of the ones Brother Roloff gave out. Used to say "Holy Bible" on the front, but that's kind of worn away. But uh, I, I have so many notes in this Bible, and I, I, I just, I uh, just get terrified if I think I've misplaced it or I can't find it. And uh, so anyway, I hope I hope you love your Bible. People complain about the King James Bible. They talk about, well, you know, it's not up to date. It's got archaic words. And uh, they talk about the these and the thous. You know, all of the these and the thous. I like what Dr. Noah used to say. He said, the reason they don't like those these and thous sounds too much like God. And I believe that. I want to read you a verse, a couple verses out of Psalm 29. And it says, Give unto the Lord, this is a psalm of David, and David loved the word of God. Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters, the God of glory thundereth the Lord is upon many waters. Talking about the voice of the Lord. And here's the verse I wanted to get to. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty, full of majesty. The NIV, the not inspired version I have here on my desk because I was just looking at it. It actually says, The word of the Lord is majestic. And that's what I want to basically say today. I love this King James Bible. I love the these and the thou's because it sounds like God. And because the word of God, King James Bible, is majestic. The translators of the King James Bible were contemporaries with Shakespeare. His he was writing the same time they were. And it's amazing, but no nobody would try to modernize Shakespeare. Because as soon as you do it, you know you're going to ruin it. I believe it's the same way with this King James Bible. I I, I like I like the words in the King James Bible. I'm going to read you something real fast. um, if I can find it in Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter number 10, Jeremiah chapter number 10. And I'm talking about majestic. It says in verse five, they are upright as the palm tree but speak not. Talking about idols. They must need to be born because they cannot go. You got to carry them. Be not afraid of them for they cannot do evil. Neither also is it in them to do good. So we know idols can't do good, can't do bad, can't help you. But it says they are upright as the palm tree. Now here's what the NIV says. They're like a scarecrow in a melon patch. Are you kidding me? A scarecrow in a melon patch? Now, the palm tree is probably not the most majestic tree. We think of the cedars of Lebanon as being majestic. But it's a whole lot more majestic than a scarecrow in a melon patch. I'm not going to read the ESV. I've got it here on my desk. But it talks about, uh, instead of a melon patch, it talks about a scarecrow in a field of cucumbers. Did you ever see a majestic cucumber? I haven't. So anyway, I like the these and the those. I like the idea. Brother Charlie, we were coming home from a funeral yesterday. And the man that did the funeral... He didn't bring the gospel, which I just, I feel bad that I left there without getting up and saying something. But he said this, he said that the less people believe the Bible being the very word of God, the more they sound like talking than preaching. I don't know if you can get that or not, but it, when you, when you believe this is the word of God, it affects your thinking. It affects your preaching. Now, I want to give you one more thought. Over in John, and we're talking about these and thous and, you know, how old-fashioned that is, and I don't have a problem understanding it. I don't know why anybody would, but in John chapter 3, we call it the born-again chapter, and I could do a whole lot just on that, but Jesus says, verily, verily, which is truly, truly, that's not hard to figure out. I say unto thee, except a man be born uh, of the spirit, he cannot enter in the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That's what's born of the spirit of spirit. Marvel not, I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Talking to Nicodemus, and he says, marvel not, I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Now, in a new version, it would be, I say unto you, you must be born again. This Bible is more accurate in this language than modern language. You can be singular or it can be plural. I can say unto you or I could say unto you but you really don't know if I'm talking singular or plural. Jesus says to Nicodemus, marvel not, I say unto thee. The T-H is singular, ye, Y-E is plural. So this verse is more accurate in this King James Bible than any Bible that says, I say unto you, you must be born again. I'll give you, for instance, the Jehovah false witnesses believe that there's only 144,000 that are going to be born again. Nobody else. And that, that number already been completed. So that's just a bunch of hokey pokey. And you know that. I hope you know that. But there's no doubt here. It isn't just Nicodemus needs to be born again. We all need to be born again. So. The words of the Lord are full of majesty. This, this King James Bible, this King James Bible English, it's majestic. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever thou had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. I, I just like it. God bless you. Go get yourself a King James Bible and read it and memorize and live it and love it. Call me old-fashioned. Call me anything you want to call me. I love this word. This is God's word. This one right here. King James Bible. See you later.